Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. The Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you in part by the 90-Day Visibility Breakthrough Accelerator Program. Do you believe deep down inside that you can have a bigger career, but you don't know how to get there? You can keep doing what you're doing, but what if there is a better way that could accelerate your progress? This 90-day program is a powerful experience that is unique to you and provides dedicated time to focus on your specific challenge. It gives you the time to develop big ideas and plans to execute them, including the tools, resources, and motivation needed for success. Hundreds of clients have used this same program to take them to the next level in their career and to create a better life. Join me in a 90-day experience that focuses on challenges like creating a strategic plan, how to lead an organizational change, or prepare for a career transition. This dedicated time will help you see new possibilities, recognize your strengths, and take away key insights that can be leveraged immediately. Are you ready to create a breakthrough for yourself? If you're interested in learning more, visit susanmbarber.com forward slash visibility breakthrough accelerator for more information and to sign up for the program. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. Today, we're going to talk about self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is a common phenomenon that affects many individuals in various aspects of their lives. It is a pattern of behavior where individuals unknowingly undermine their own success or well-being. Now, believe me, I know that visibility can create a challenge for you to step out of your comfort zone, even when you know that you should be more visible. There is still the worry of making a mistake or failing that holds you back. Fear is so powerful and can take over if you let it. You prevent yourself from taking the actions that you know you need to do because of that fear, which is also known as self-sabotage. This self-defeating behavior can manifest in different ways, such as procrastination, self-doubt, perfectionism, or just the overall fear of failure. With procrastination, individuals delay taking action or completing things due to fear, perfectionism, or a lack of confidence. Another pattern is self-doubt, where individuals constantly question their abilities and second-guess their decisions, leading to missed opportunities. Perfectionism is yet another self-sabotage pattern where individuals set unrealistically high standards for themselves and become paralyzed by the fear of failure. Now, here's an example of what this could look like in the workplace. You put together a great presentation for an organizational change that would make the company more efficient and streamline the work. You've shared it with a few people who have agreed it is a good proposal to take forward. The senior leadership team has heard you are working on something, but you haven't set up time to share it with them yet. You keep finding new people to review it with and see if there are any other changes that you should make before you present it. A few months later, you meet with your manager and she asks, why haven't you presented this yet to the senior management team? You share with her, it isn't good enough yet, and you want to make it better before you present it. When she asks what else is needed, you don't really have a good answer. Continuing to seek out information from other people to make sure that they think it includes all the right things is being focused on external validation. But what if you trusted yourself more and did what you thought was right instead? 
This need to be perfect and finding ways to procrastinate is a form of self-sabotage. The message it sends to senior management, though, is that maybe you aren't ready for a bigger role or a new opportunity. The impacts of self-sabotage can be significant, leading to these kinds of missed opportunities and unfulfilled potential. Recognizing and addressing self-sabotage patterns is crucial for personal growth and achieving success. So what are the root causes of self-sabotage? One of the key factors, as I mentioned earlier, is the fear of failure. Many individuals have a deep-seated fear of not living up to their own or others' expectations, which leads them to subconsciously sabotage their own efforts to avoid potential disappointment. Another root cause is a lack of self-worth or confidence. When individuals don't believe in their own abilities or feel unworthy of success, they may engage in self-sabotaging behaviors as a way to validate their negative self-perception. Now, childhood experiences such as criticism or the constant comparison to others can also contribute to self-sabotage patterns later in life. They continue those beliefs that they learned as children and carry it into adulthood. Are you seeing any place where you self-sabotage in your own life right now? Recognizing self-sabotage is the first step towards overcoming it. It requires self-awareness and a willingness to examine your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors objectively. One way to identify self-sabotage is to look for recurring patterns of behavior that have negative consequences. You can keep a journal and start to pay attention each day of where this might be happening for you. You can seek feedback from trusted friends or mentors to highlight where they see these patterns showing up for you. The key is to be honest with yourself and open to feedback. What is the role of imposter syndrome in self-sabotage? Imposter syndrome, as you know, is a psychological phenomenon where individuals doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. It often goes hand-in-hand with self-sabotage. Those experiencing imposter syndrome may downplay their achievements, attribute their success to luck or external factors, and constantly feel like they are not deserving of their accomplishments. This mindset can lead to self-sabotaging behaviors as individuals try to avoid being discovered as frauds. Recognizing the presence of imposter syndrome and challenging its validity is crucial in overcoming self-sabotage. And we all know I've talked a lot about imposter syndrome on the podcast and where those same things have happened for me. So recognizing that you have self-sabotage and imposter syndrome kind of working together is an important self-awareness that you should have and try to figure out how can I keep moving forward? How can I keep taking action to push that imposter syndrome into the background? So what are some activities to enhance your self-awareness and overcome this self-sabotage? There are various things you can do to build self-awareness and help you overcome this. One effective practice is to keep a gratitude journal where individuals would write down three things they're grateful for every day This practice helps to shift focus towards the positive aspects of life and cultivates a mindset in in a more abundant place. Another activity for people who are really creative is to create a vision board where they visualize what their goals are and aspirations. This can be made up of images, words, symbols that represent their desired outcomes. This visual representation serves as a reminder and motivator to stay on track and avoid these self-sabotaging behaviors. Now, some may see that they are self-sabotaging and beat themselves up. Self-compassion is something you want to focus on instead. Self-compassion is a crucial element in the journey of overcoming self-sabotage. It involves treating yourself with kindness, understanding, and acceptance, 
especially during moments of self-doubt or failure. Instead of harsh self-criticism, self-compassion encourages you to embrace your imperfections, learn from mistakes, and nurture self-growth. Practicing self-compassion can help you break free from the cycle of self-sabotage by fostering a supportive and empowering mindset. Remember, imperfect action here. This is what you want to do instead. Recognizing and overcoming self-sabotage patterns is a transformative journey. It requires self-awareness, self-compassion, and the willingness to challenge a lot of deep-rooted beliefs you may have. By understanding the impacts and root causes of this self-sabotage, you can take proactive steps towards personal growth and success. Now, I wanted to read you a small excerpt from The Visibility Factor where I talk about this and help you see some big aha moments I had around this for myself. It is important that you know about this challenge in case you find yourself in a similar place where you can't seem to move forward. I couldn't see my own value. I dismissed and rationalized to avoid taking any actions that might change the opinion I had of myself. I wanted to stay in the background and under the radar. Resistance is especially big when you try out something new that pushes you out of your comfort zone. It makes you feel anxious, fearful, and unworthy. Resistance to these emotions seems too hard to overcome, so the response is to stop yourself from acting and then justify why that is the right approach. Brad Yates, speaker, author, and coach, describes self-sabotage as misguided self-love, that fear and resistance, generally based on old misunderstandings, yours or someone else's, stops you from being, doing, and having what you really want. If we look at self-sabotage as a simple misunderstanding based on our mind simply trying to keep us safe in that moment, we can start to shift those thoughts and replace them. It is clear to me now that I use self-sabotage as a protective mechanism to take myself out of the game before I could fail or be hurt. The beliefs were my reality at that time and they created blind spots. Has this happened for you? What do your beliefs tell you about yourself? If you look at your beliefs and your thoughts in more detail, you may see things that you have not seen before. If your thoughts and beliefs don't support you, they could cause you to take a detour from the journey you want to be on and the goals you want to achieve. Now, reading that back, I can just feel myself reliving those moments where I went through that experience of self-sabotage and having those moments afterwards of understanding that I was just trying to keep myself safe. It changed everything for me. It helped me see the things that I was doing from a new perspective, the behaviors and actions I was or was not taking, and it helped me understand why I was doing it, because I was trying to stay safe. Now, I'm halfway through reading this book called The Mountain Is You, Transforming Self-Sabotage into Self-Mastery by Brianna Wiest. It is so insightful to dive deeper into this topic, and I grabbed a few of the quotes that I thought were really helpful in this book as I've been reading it, and I have a bunch, um, but I'm not reading all of those, I promise, right now. Uh, But it is a great book, and I've learned a lot so far by reading it. So here we go. Self-sabotage is what happens when we refuse to consciously meet our innermost needs, often because we do not believe we are capable of handling them. We are programmed to seek what we've known. Even though we think we're after happiness, we're actually trying to find whatever we're most used to. So in that situation, right, we're scared to go after something that's new, and we will continue to gravitate towards the things that we are used to, even if those aren't things that make us happy. The next one, you're going to have to decide that you love yourself too much to stop settling for less than what you really deserve. How many people are settling in the world for things that are just easier instead of the harder things that they may go after 
and that they really want. Your new life is going to cost you your old one. This one was kind of interesting. How many people are kind of holding on to something from the past, a failure, uh, an experience, and they can't let go of it in order to be able to move forward in the next thing that they want to do? The next one is playing small allows you to avoid scrutiny. Procrastinating puts you back in a place of comfort. So I definitely played small a lot. And procrastination, you know, in, in the experience that I shared with you earlier, was a way that I could do things to stay safe, right? I didn't have to go and put myself out there. I could just keep saying things weren't good enough. I wasn't ready yet. And that just kept me small, kept me in a safe place, but not really where I needed to be or where I wanted to be. When we let go of what isn't right for us, we create space to discover what is. However, doing so requires the tremendous courage to put our pride aside and see things for what they really are. So we have to do some of this self-reflection and get feedback from others and really spend some time trying to understand where we are and what we want. People who are constantly busy are running from themselves. Being busy is the ultimate way to distract ourselves from what's really wrong. How many people have never really taken the time to sit down and really think about what they want, what they have as dreams, what is happening for them, process situations that have happened for them in their past that they're still living with, a lot of negative emotions, a lot of things that they never dealt with and are still triggered by today. So if you're really, really busy and not slowing down and looking at some of those things, you might be someone who is self-sabotaging yourself. And the last one, overcoming self-sabotage is not just a matter of understanding why you're holding yourself back. It is being able to take action in the direction that you want and need to, even if it is initially uncomfortable or triggering. So I thought these were really great quotes. I wanted to share them with you. Uh, this book, I, I feel like is I've got half of the book to read yet, and I'm really excited to complete it. I think there's so much to learn from her, and I'll share the link with you in the show notes. It's really a good way to start to kind of reflect for yourself of where this may be happening for you, and I really recommend it. I think it was a great book so far, and I'm looking forward to finishing it. So I'll share the link with you. So now we're going to transition into the visibility action. So this exercise is actually something that was in the book that I was just quoting from, and I thought it was a really great one to start with. It's very simple. I say it's simple. It's a simple process to explain. To do may be a little more challenging, but I want you to at least attempt it and see what happens for you. So take a piece of paper and a pen out and write down everything you aren't happy with. Write down very specifically every single problem you face. If you're struggling with self-image, write down exactly what you dislike about yourself. If it's anxiety, write down everything that bothers you or upsets you. You must first and foremost get out of this denial place and the negative place that you may be in and into clarity about what's really wrong. So at this point, once you start to look at that and see it on paper, it becomes more real. And for you, then you have a choice. You can make peace with it and say, okay, this is how I feel and I, I still feel this way and I don't want to do anything about it. Or you can commit to changing because the lingering in between that is what's really keeping you stuck. And I have done this sort of exercise for myself, especially around the visibility I didn't have at the time, the things that I wanted to do, uh, the negative thoughts I had or old beliefs I was carrying around. When you start to write those down and see what they look like, you can see that they're probably pretty negative. 
They're probably not really supportive of you and you can change those to be a more positive, supportive thought that helps you move forward faster. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Visibility Factor podcast. I truly appreciate everyone who's listening and sharing such great feedback. And please share this episode if you know someone who is self-sabotaging in their life or in their work so that they can move past it. Thanks so much for joining today on the Visibility Factor podcast, and I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.